0: warning what follows is a story of monsters madness and mayhem i'm nick i'm zach welcome to weird and feared a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten expand and entertain your world i think that's what i said that's what i say right close enough yeah, yeah. hell yeah dude let's mm-hmm. do it
1: yeah let's do it boom All right. Okay. What do you got for me?
0: Woo! Oh, I got some treats for you. Are you excited? Oh, yeah. Hey, before I begin today's tale, mm-hmm. would you like me to tell you about how I think I may have seen a skinwalker? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm never going to mention that name again. I'm never going to say skinwalker yeah, on this podcast again. Right. right. I'm done saying skinwalker on something that is going to the entire internet. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I'm done saying. I'm not going to say skinwalker again. Good. All right. So... The story of where I saw Skinwalker takes place in Michigan, home of okay. the Melonheads. Home of the Melonheads, absolutely. Um, my parents own a um, an establishment, and by establishment, I don't mean a business; I mean a cabin. So I don't know <laughs> why I said an establishment, uh-huh. but it's established. Yeah, there. it's me, a cabin. Though. Yes, me and me and a a, a a consort, a good friend of mine. We um, there's a river; it's called the Lazy River. You hop on it and you float. Okay. Mm-hmm. But he was moving away and could only come up, um, like states away, right? So here, the chances of him getting up here to experience this lazy river were not going to be as frequent as they may have been in the past. Right. So we had to squeeze in this lazy river trip on like a particular on Memorial Day weekend, basically, or the weekend before, right around whatever that was. Close enough. Yeah. Well, lazy rivers are best enjoyed in intoxicated. That's a fact, <laughs> and also. When it's warm outside. Yes. Yes. It has, it has been raining a lot in the greater Great Lakes region.
1: Yeah.
0: So, it sucks. you can imagine what that does for the water temperature of a lazy river. Now, we used to go on this, well, we've gone this river like basically every summer. And hopefully, soon you will also experience the joys of this rejuvenating river. Mm-hmm. Um, but it used to be so low, like somebody, at some parts, you're like buttward dragging the tube.
1: Yeah. Just extra lazy.
0: Yeah, now it's like three feet above that. The earth is fine. It's okay. Right. There used to be a little dam. You'd float over. Now it's like it's straight. You know, that's perfect. Not, that's not concerning. That's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I've only had this bump for like the past seven years, and now it's gone. That's normal. It's okay. Yeah. But the point is, I'm getting to the creature. The mm-hmm. point is, it's cold. All right. Yeah. So we get on it. We get in. We try to get it. We try to go down one time with our fucking boat with a bottom, cause it's cold. But we have to experience the river. The goal is to get down the fucking river.
1: Right. You just got to do it.
0: Right. So we, it's like a two-man boat. It's real cute. Two guys in a boat. Let's fill, mm-hmm. it, with, fill it with beer. We're basically floating down in a cooler. Perfect. Essentially. Right. Sounds cool. Mm-hmm. And it starts off okay. Well, we tried to do it once, and then there was a thunderstorm. So we had to get out. Yeah. I had to take off my sunglasses. I'm like, is it getting darker? And it was like a movie. It was like. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Then we, we, um, we backpedaled a little bit to get out. Then it was a massive downpour. I was hungover, so I, we ran all the way back to the house. I was just feeling better from the night before, and then I felt terrible. Mm-hmm. It was awful. I wanted to vomit. I had to sit on my belly like a grown, like a, <laughs> like, a, like, a like a you know a grown bitch. Like, uh. mm-hmm. But that was only for 40 minutes. It got nice. Okay. So we had to do it. The sun came out. Right. Round okay. two. Yes. So we get on the river, got our beer floating down. Awesome. Well, it starts to get colder and colder. Mm-hmm. And it started off cool as it was, but then we're pedaling with our with our paddles. Also, the first time when I got out when it was thunderstorming, I I used the paddle to like support my body to get out, and I snapped it, so that sucked. Oh Had yeah. To get,
1: yeah, been there.
0: Had to get a new pa- uh, yeah. paddle. uh paddle. Not a good time. But we go around this bend, and I don't know if the water the water was colder than the air, but we go around, the- and all of a sudden we're like in an English moor. Okay. Which is not what you want to be doing to have fun on a lazy river. Like there's fog. We're in an earth cloud. <laughs> no, don't yeah, want to be there. It sucked. Okay. Then, but you, when you come around this bend, there's a bridge that goes over the water, and like we would jump off this bridge, you're not supposed to. Um, it wasn't happening today because it was so cold. Gotcha. But um, w- my point is that usually you fall a while to get to the water. Mm-hmm. But um, you could see that the, it was. A, a less significant drop to the water because it was the water was so high. Yeah, so yeah, Safer to jump in, but not as fun, you know, fall as far. Right. But on this bridge, it connects. On one side of the bridge is like Lake Michigan, and the other side is like, you know, the rest of the earth. Okay. But on this bridge, it's foggy. It's, you can barely, it's, imagine fog. It's the mist, like the movie The Mist. It's like that. Mm-hmm. And I look up, and I swear I saw a human being walking on the bridge. Okay. So imagine like a movie where you see something, no special effects, no dramatic light show, but then like a, like a, a, um, a frame is cut out. Okay. So this human being is walking in the fog and then like, it just like clicks over and all of a sudden it's a deer and the deer runs away followed by more deers. Now I could just want to see a skinwalker. Maybe. but I saw like a, is that a human? And all of a sudden it was a deer.
1: Huh? I was like, Oh, I mean, maybe, maybe it was an animorph.
0: Oh my god, was it an animorph? I don't know. Do you know technically those are transformers? Are
1: they? Yeah, I, tra- I never read those books. So. Me
0: neither. But I was annoyed because they were marketed as transformers. Like Hasbro made the toys for the animorphs, uh, but they called them transformers animorphs. I'm like, that's not all about Decepticon. Yeah, no. Junior High Nick was like, "What are you try- What kind of shit are you trying to pull here? Hmm. Not a fan." Huh? But, but that's weird. The or then I just got excited thinking about like the idea of like. That's almost cooler to see like the a mystical creature like become a thing mm-hmm. like you just it just all of a sudden from human to animal no flesh ripping no like screams or no like ooze he's just like right. there was just was oh, just a deer No. Yeah. so that was the time I may have seen a skin walk I didn't it was a deer the whole time I guarantee you but maybe it wasn't maybe could have been also, it's cool to guarantee something and then say maybe that's not what it is. I guarantee you, <laughs> but maybe it wasn't.
1: I guarantee you, it maybe was not. Right. But, but it
0: possibly could have been. Little anecdote because Weird and Feared was raging hard in that river at that moment. So, like, what the fuck? And, but, yeah. And we just thought about maybe, maybe we imagine like walking or like driving a car and like looking into this fog and then seeing two boners in a raft. Like, what are you, is that, <laughs> excuse me? Are those humans? <laughs> what are they doing out it's there? It's like 40 degrees. Why are they in the water? They're wearing shirts and shorts I think they're drinking beer What are they doing Yeah So I mean that was
1: One keeps calling me a deer
0: (laughs) Yeah Hey look at that deer (laughs) Hey What Excuse me
1: Oh dear Oh Oh, dear Oh dear Well
0: That was a little subplot Which has no relation to the story I'm going to tell you tonight I'm going to begin this story Okay After I drink some of this wine that's also from Michigan. Hmm. Some Harvest Raspberry from the Fox Barn. Is it and delicious? It is pretty delicious. If you'd like, you can have a sip at some point during the evening just to see.
1: I'm drinking this fine beer from Wisconsin. Oh my gosh. No bush tonight. <laughs> no bush heavy. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, drinking liquor is good audio. Okay, you ready? Yeah, what are we talking about? All right, well, like I said last week, in Greek mythology, everybody's kind of terrible. Mm -hmm. The gods are gods, elite, entitled, powerful. But amongst these awful personalities, some would provide a beacon of light in an otherwise twisted world. Last episode, we focused on the god of metallurgy, the god of the forge, the god of fire. And if this title was gifted to anyone, the god of robotics, mm-hmm. good old Hepi, good old Hephaestus, oh, yeah, yeah, the god of robotics,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? I mean, that was that should be his name. Yeah, he built all these robots, right? Yeah, Greek gods, god of robots. They have robots, okay, Robo God. Aw, oh, why didn't I title that episode Robo-God? I don't know. We should oh have. Oh, my God. I might retroactively redo everything. Yeah, we'll go back and just... Edit the art, edit the title.
1: Yeah.
0: Erase it from history.
1: Every time we say Hephaestus, we'll just sub in us going Robo-God.
0: Robo-God. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, well, he went from abandoned ugly child to master craftsman to bitter adult and then entitled bitter adult attempted rapist. Mm-hmm. Yeah bad news Yeah Really hit the gauntlet there Yeah he did The gauntlet was his sister's leg When he jizzed on it Oh yeah Bad story Yeah that. bad story Yeah what <laughs> It's a bad story It's a bad story Yeah that's weird And then she wiped her brother's jizz onto her grandma And she had a kid
1: yeah, It's just bad yeah.
0: stuff It's bad stuff
1: mm-hmm.
0: If I didn't stress it enough Because I was giggling At how absurd it was Yeah Great God's <laughs> rape And it's bad Yeah It's bad all the time
1: mm-hmm.
0: Alright Very few divine beings Get out of these stories As untainted heroes Usually those roles are reserved for the half-human, reserved for the half-human, half-gods that are the offspring of so many of the Olympians' illicit affairs. You know, characters like Hercules, etc. You know, mm-hmm. those guys, the demigods. But we aren't talking about him. And in fact, let's begin. Our story begins before Hercules by quite a bit. Because we're going to begin this week with the Titans. Yeah. Understandably, the timeline is shaky. But Earth came into existence as a place where the gods would reign. And for a while, they did. Alone. After the civil war with the Titans, presumably surmised in a lost epic poem called the Titanomachy. That's a cool name. No one's found it. It's this mythological thing that predates the age of Zeus, which basically supposedly illustrates the entire tale of the battle with the Titans. The Titanomachy. Yeah. Wild, love it, right? Yeah. And I wanted to name. We were doing a lot last time. I wanted to mention it before, but Game of Thrones is over. Yeah, I know. But do you know where there's a lot of power and incest and uh, usurping people for thrones and taking over? Can I have an HBO slash Netflix series all about the Greek gods? Uh You can start. With Kronos, you can start before even the Titanomachy. You can start before the Age of Zeus. There are seasons in here. Yeah. And you can delve into every story, and every story is wild.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: I mean, you get all the, the brother-sister sex you want. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stop. Yeah. It's constant. Just saying, HBO, somebody get on this. Yeah, somebody get on Amazon, that. Hulu. Come on, give this to me. Mm-hmm. Give me a dramatization of the Greek gods. That'd be cool. Okay. Yeah, so Zeus and his post-Titan generation assumed command of reality. But some Titans, the ones who did not take up arms against the new gods, were spared. Some even helped. You know, being a, your generation, you can admit, some of your generation might be shitty. Yeah. Maybe the new guys coming around have an idea.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe they want to push a lot of, you know, forward-thinking ideas or new ideas, new concepts. So imagine overthrowing them and then getting Zeus. Like, God damn it. Mm-hmm. It's, nobody wins. Yeah. Everybody's bad. Yeah. I feel there's some kind of statement you can make about government in there. Probably. Just, there's something you can get into. I'm not going to much, but you can kind of imagine it yourself. hmm So these guys, the good guys, both well, the guys that helped Zeus and his team, um, they were not imprisoned in Tartarus like their brethren. Two of these Titans were... Epimetheus and Prometheus. Mm -hmm. And for whatever the reason, they were tasked with filling this world, you know, Earth, with an assortment of creatures. They helped achieve his victory, so Zeus trusted them. But why make any other creatures at all? Why do that? Because they were tasked with it. Why were they tasked with it? Uh, I figure this is me going on a limb here. It was because the other gods wanted more things to have sex with. <laughs> it's like Zeus, is like, all right, Epimetheus. I, what if it's co- they're on to all my disguises? <laughs> what if, what if you make uh, this thing on four legs that's covered in wool? We'll call it a sheep.
1: Mm-hmm. I'd like to have sex with that, please. As a sheep, myself.
0: Yeah, as a sheep, myself. So it's okay. Yeah. I will speak sheep. Mm-hmm. We can consent to this. okay, all right, okay, Zeus, mm-hmm. make a sheep. Yeah. Maybe that's why it's that's why the sheep is real soft. No, it's not. That's a bad story. <laughs> it's a bad story. Yeah. So the I wrote here, but the legends don't necessarily say that. Yeah, I think Nick. I think so. They <laughs> maybe, maybe they didn't spell that out. Right. Yeah, but I feel pretty comfortable reading between the lines. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the gods wanted to fuel themselves by living off the prayers made by these mortal beings. That's been a thing in God's story. You know, praying, pray to the gods. Right. It, it, you know, puffs up their chests. Yeah, makes, makes them, them feel good. Makes them feel real good. But, anyways, Epimetheus and Prometheus were tasked with creation. So, back to that creation mm-hmm. Epimetheus made the entirety of animals on Earth. And gave them all sorts of attributes, gifts from the gods. Prometheus, the little perfectionist, spent all his time shaping and sculpting a particular creature out of clay. Athena breathed life into his pet project, and man was born. Mm -hmm. So in Greek mythology, Prometheus is our dude. Right. Yep actually knew that one. Yeah, hell yeah, I figured, because he's a, he's like one of the best guys. Yeah. He's not a piece of shit. And as the story unfolds, I want to m- keep hyping up the episode when I finally tackle the Watchers, because Prometheus not only creates us, but then for similar reasons that I've envisioned the Watchers having, mm-hmm. similar motivations, he wants to help us out a little bit. So according to the Greek poet Hesiod, which is where a lot of... Um, the Hephaestus's juice, juicy stories. I got you know. Mm-hmm. They all date back to him. Like I said, for all we know, we're reading somebody's fan fiction about you know the Titanomachy's lost. All these stories are lost. Yeah. yeah. What's the real quote unquote Bible for Greek mythology? Now, Hesiod's an important, dude, though. Okay. For our purposes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So according to Hesiod's five ages, this may not have been the first man. In fact, as the title suggests. There have been five ages of man in total, and the fifth includes Prometheus's creation. Huh. And I want to address this. Does that sound a little similar to five suns? Different suns? Yeah, a little bit. Different humanities being wiped out? hmm Also, it reminds me a lot of The Matrix, because there was six of those fuckers before Neo, I believe, because man kept waking up. So then they'd have to keep making new matrices, and then... Matri- and then. Huh. A lot of these are commonalities, which I'm sure they Wachowskis new. knew. I haven't, uh, I've been meaning to go back and watch those. Isn't there a ship called Prometheus or something
1: too? Or am I th- mixing something else up? Oh my God. What was the name of their ship? I don't remember. I could be mixing something it else up. It could
0: be. I mean, there's also, you know, um. The Prometheus
1: movies, series. Which, yeah.
0: yeah, Aliens and Creating Man. Right, yeah. Which, cool, but, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Prometheus leaves me torn. Yeah There's a five minute deleted Like a two minute deleted scene That they cut out And if it was in the movie I would have liked it A lot more Oh yeah Yeah well That's not for this topic though mm-hmm. We can. I can go off I right. liked
1: it I don't re- really remember It was a while ago
0: Yeah it was okay But once I saw The deleted scene Like after I watched it I was like Something's missing It's just like a little thing A little like click Then like In the deleted scenes I was like Oh because this scene Was taken out Why was this taken out Right Bums me out Alright but I'm gonna Sip this wine yeah. And we're going to get into what Wikipedia says about these five ages. Okay. Okay. So here we go. The golden age is the only age that falls within the rule of Cronus. You know, Zeus's papa. hmm Zeus's dad. Created by the immortals who live on Olympus, these humans were said to live among the gods and freely mingled with them. Peace and harmony prevailed during this age. Humans did not have to work to feed themselves, for the earth provided food in abundance. They lived to a very old age, but with a youthful appearance, and eventually died peacefully. Their spirits live as, quote, guardians. Plato and Cratylus recounts the golden race of men who came first. He clarifies that Hesiod did not mean men literally made of gold, but good and noble. He describes these men as demons upon the earth. Huh. So they are been beneficent. Beneficent. I don't like that word. I'm not going to say it ever again in my whole life. Preventing ills and guardians of mortals. So basically it's like these guys became spirits, demons, right. supernatural entities after they passed on, uh-huh. you know, whatever. All right. The next stage, silver age, the Silver Age and every age that follows fall within the rule of Cronus' successor and son. The ultimate rapist. I don't think he'd like that being his tagline, but I'm going to stick with it. Zeus. hmm uh-huh. Men in the <clears throat> Silver Age lived for 100 years under the dominion of their mothers. Okay, whatever that means. Thanks, Wikipedia. Uh-huh. I, I probably could have looked into that. I didn't, so. Yeah. I, you know. Whatever. They lived only a short time as grown adults and spent that time in strife with one another. During this age, men refused to worship the gods, and Zeus destroyed them for their impiety. That's I, I said that right? Impiety? Impiety? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I read a word as if I've never seen it before, and then I have to sound it out. Yeah. Even though I know what that word is.
1: Right. Um, it's different when you're reading out loud. Right. Because... Oh, the, The ship in the Matrix is the Nebuchadnezzar.
0: The Nebuchadnezzar. It is. There's got to be a ship in that movie called Prometheus. Yeah, could be. Oh, well. In the Silver Age, after death, humans of this age became blessed spirits of the underworld. Oh, so they're Mm not on the earth. They're going deep. Yeah, going down. Okay. Well, next we got the Bronze Age. Men of the Bronze Age were hardened and tough, as war was their purpose and passion. Zeus created these humans out of the ash tree. Their armor was forged of bronze, as were their homes and tools. Really going to home here in the Bronze Age.
1: Yeah. I feel like uh, I know when that is. It's a heavy theme. Right. Yeah, Yeah, Bronze Age. Yeah, it's probably during the Bronze Age.
0: It's probably during the... The men of the Bronze Age probably lived during the Bronze Age (laughs) that we we all know and love. Uh Uh-huh. The men of this age were undone by their own violent ways and left no names, spirits. Instead, they dwell in the quote... I hope this isn't an autocorrect. Okay. The Dank House of Hades. The Dank House of Hades. So what do you think the Dank House of Hades is based on? Nothing you know about the Dank House of Hades until this point. Sounds
1: like a pretty cool place to hang out.
0: Dank. I feel like... um, Illinois just voted to make the state the Dank House of Hades.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we can just start call, referring to Illinois as the Dank House of Hades.
0: The yeah, land of Lincoln or the Dank House of Hades. Yeah. I feel that'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. January 1st, 2020. Yeah. It's all good. Dank. Dank. This age came to an end with the flood of... D-E-U-C-A-L-I-O-N. Ducleon. Yeah. Sure. Deucalion? Do you think it's Deuce?
1: Ducleon. Dukleon. No, that's what I'm saying without saying this word at
0: all. No, Ducleon so he sounds like a machine. Mm-hmm. He sounds like a robot.
1: Ducleon.
0: Yeah. yeah. Or, but they always pronounce cause like Macedonia in Greek is like Macedonia. This is like a hard, like a k ducleon. Yeah, so Dukalian. Ducleon. We <laughs> <Duke Leon. laughs> well, let's ignore the A in there; it's silent. Dukalian. Yeah, no. Dukalian. It all Not blurs. Silent. Blurs together. The A is Duke silent. Leon. The A is silent. Silent A. A. Mm-hmm. I feel like it could be like a wrestler's tag name, like a you know his his oh it's the silent A. Yes, yeah, si- hey, he's a silent A. What does that mean? Chat, he's coming for you. Yeah, he comes as silent A. I don't know what that means. But can you guess what caused this flood? Zeus's anger. Oh towards these people because of their violent ways. Huh. A, a man sacrificed a boy to Zeus and he was outraged by the action. So Zeus wasn't a fan of this boy being murdered. Hmm. This guy wanted to get rid of his son. He's like Zeus is for you, stab. He's like whoa whoa whoa. <laughs> He's whoa. like I don't need that going whoa. around. Pass. Not into child murder. I just like having kids and ignoring them. I yeah. don't want to kill them. No, that's why I ignore them. I'll whip them off a fucking mountain. But like, I hope he lives. <laughs> just, yeah. I don't want to kill him. It was into water. Yeah, that's a little much. And somebody else raised him. It was all good. Yeah. I knew they were down there. And he came out of my wife's head anyways. It's not really <laughs> my kid. Yeah, so Zeus has got, he's got lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, um, yeah, and uh, the best is always, I always, like, like, when there's, like, when, like, the good guy in a movie is, like, still a bad guy, but mm-hmm. he's more good than the other bad guys. Like, in The Godfather, they didn't deal with drugs. Mm-hmm. So, like, that gave them the moral high ground when they right. were just gangsters, mobsters, killing things, doing whatever, blowing shit up. But They didn't deal with drugs.
1: Yeah. Don't do that. That's, a, that's their line. Yeah. Zeus's line is don't try to kill your kid and blame it on me.
0: Yeah. Please, please don't do that. But why was this called? Well, what we're calling the. What'd you call him? I can't. I can't. <laughs> Leon. The
1: Duke of Leon.
0: Deck, the Duke of Leon. Yeah. Well, the Duke of Leon, we're going to fuck this. This is getting worse as we go, yep. which I like. That's a good thing. Well, the flood was connected to the Duke of Leon <laughs> because, uh-huh. because to bring this a little full circle or the continuing circle of this episode, because he was saved by Prometheus, Okay. who placed him in a chest where he remained in order to survive the flood. Why did Prometheus save the Duke of Leon or Deca or Duke Leon? Why'd he say this guy? Do you want to guess? Because he worked on it so long. Mm-hmm. Prometheus was Deucalion's father. Mm-hmm. These are men created before Prometheus made man. Oh. We haven't even got to the ones oh. he made yet. Oh, okay. I got it. So there, there's other men that have existed. And whatever. Yeah, were, yeah, yeah. we're getting to the stages. Mm-hmm. So this particular mortal was his son, and he saved him in a chest. Now, is this similar to being saved by a god in an ark in a flood? I mean, you make the connections that you want. Mm-hmm. Lots of things are being flooded. Ark sounds a little more more roomy. Yeah, probably put this guy in a chest. He'll like, be all right. Yeah, he'll be fine. Can't you just take me to like Mount Olympus? Now nah, you're gonna float in this chest. Mm-hmm. You'll be all right. According to the ancient writer Ovid, in his Metamorphosis, something he wrote, he wasn't like changing into a fly or anything, or you know, metamorphosizing. Prometheus warned Deucalion of the flood and instructed him to build the chest where him and his wife Pyra, daughter of Prometheus's brother, Epimetheus, huh. so they're kissing cousins. Yeah. Oh, God damn it! I wrote that. Yes, these two are kissing cousins. Mm-hmm. Would remain for nine days until the water level went to normal. They would then exit the chest and be the only surviving mortals in the story. Sound familiar to any other ancient story? Yeah, but very similar to a Noah. Very similar. Hey,
1: can you like not put us in a chest? Like, (laughs) just get us a boat. Yeah, and he told him to build it. Can I build it bigger? No.
0: (laughs) No, because then it's a boat. (laughs) Hey, Dad, isn't this like a coffin? You'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be all right. You're gonna float. It's made of wood and shit. Mm Mm-hmm. It's fine. I gave I gifted you rubber technology. It's gonna float. Yeah, I'm assuming. Sure, why not? Okay. In this legend, Wikipedia says that, Once the deluge was over and the couple had given thanks to Zeus, Decalion, said in several of the sources to have been aged 82 at the time, consulted an oracle of Themis about how to repopulate the earth. He was told to, Cover your head and throw the bones of your mother behind your shoulder. Decalion and Pyrrha understood that mother is Gaia, the mother of all living things, and the bones to be rocks. So throw some bones behind you and make them land on the ground. They threw the rocks behind their shoulders and the stones formed people. stones became women. Decalions became men. But this is just one legend and one age. This could be what brings us to the next age of man. So there's like a bunch of ways men are being made here. Yeah. Building and escalating. This is a flood. Somebody's dad told him to build a chest and put him and his wife in it. Then when they came out, they threw rocks over their shoulder, and those rocks turned into people. As you do. As, again, God logic. Yeah. Things were crazier back then. Well, now we will get to the heroic age. The heroic age is the one age that does not correspond with any metal. It is also the only age that improves upon the age it follows. It was the heroes of this age who fought at Thebes and Troy. This race of humans died and went to Elysium. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. We'll get See there, you. get there later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to talk about Elysium right now. All right. Which brings us to the contemporary age. The age the writer Hesiod found himself in when he was compiling these stories. The so contemporary like, age is the Iron Age. Okay. I was like, well, not my contemporary age. Yeah, I don't I, think I was wondering, like, what, like, if the ages carry on, are we it's just. What is, is this, this fan, fan fiction? Is just this guy? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Keep in mind, I composed this when I was putting together, like, the Hephaestus one, and I really figured, like, he's just, like, making up stories. Yeah. Right? And now I live in the Iron Age. <laughs> so, back to our gods doing their thing. Epimetheus had been disturbing. Oh, not disturbing, but maybe he is disturbed. Um, okay, yeah. Epimetheus. Yeah. I mean, he's a. I mean, he's he's a titan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: His brother's a titan. They're making things because Zeus like told them to, because he wanted to stick his dick in more stuff. Right. Zeus is like, "Thou hast make me things to penetrate with thy dick." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Okay, dude, gotcha." Yeah. Noted. And Zeus is like, "Why'd you make a turtle?" He's like, "Get creative." Whoa, <laughs> whoa! Oh no! His head goes out. Your dick goes in. Why is it a song, <laughs> Epimetheus? Why is this a song? Just stick it in there. I don't know who would be more fucked up in that situation, Epimetheus, who's making it, or Zeus, who's like, "Yeah, yeah." But then, I don't know. Zeus, but then Zeus is like, "Wait, you're giving me instructions?" Like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." Huh. It's like, well, you thought this through more than I did. Oh, wow. You really are this master craftsman. I just wanted to like, give me a hole. I'll be cool with anything. I'm Zeus. Yep. Especially if it keeps yelling no as I'm doing it. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Epimetheus is like, well. It's like, well. Oh, we both got our issue. We both got to work on our issues here, Zeus. Mm-hmm. But Epimetheus had been distributing God powers to the creatures he had created. So that they would fare well upon the earth they would be able to protect themselves and make do on their own. Giving them gifts. know. Do I get into what? Oh, I get into it. Okay. So, but, so he's dishing out gifts. I'm Mm -hmm. making an animal. Here's an animal. Here's a gift. Here's a gift. However, when the time came to give man a gift from the gods, the rash, unpredictable, and not used to really worrying about the consequences of his actions, Epimetheus had expended all the gifts on the animals. Whoops. Hypothetical quote. Damn it, Epimetheus. End quote. Oh, who was saying that? I assume it was Prometheus. Because you see, Epimetheus was like Oprah. You get a gift. You get a gift. Mm -hmm. Hey, take these claws. Here. Oh, you can run fast. Oh, look. Now you can fly. How rad. Oh, you want to breathe underwater? Fuck yeah, you'll breathe underwater. You're welcome, fish. Hell yeah. He's like, boom. But as, as this was going, oh, go ahead. No,
1: I got got nothing. Nothing constructive to add to that. I
0: don't even know what's constructive about what I'm talking about. So, like, (laughs) imagine like he's making like a million things, yeah. And Prometheus is like sculpting like your pinky finger. He's like, I'm gonna make it great. Mm -hmm. Well, Prometheus was not surprised his brother did this. He knew how impulsive and unconcerned with consequences he was. Epimetheus, after all, was known as the afterthinker, while Prometheus, the forethinker. So, like, yeah, he's over. You know, he's paying attention to every detail. And one guy doesn't, he just makes decisions and has no idea what, he doesn't care what comes after. He's just making decisions.
1: Here you go.
0: Boom. Yeah, Yeah, this loved Prometheus' human male, because he's just making a man here. This Mm -hmm. is women, not yet. We'll
1: get there.
0: Yeah, this loved Prometheus' human male with little defenses against the natural world. Prometheus watched as a defenseless race wandered the earth cold, weak, and essentially helpless. Prometheus was a doer, however, and he decided there was actually something he could give humans that no other species had. He thumbs. Gi- he gave them thumbs. Like, oh, I give you this. You can hold shit. Yeah. Whoa. yeah oh, look at that. That's whoa. cool. Whoa, what are you grabbing? Whoa, whoa. All right. Uh, Zeus ah, get ah, out here. So soon. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Zeus. <laughs> Zeus is like, right, can you give me 12 thumbs? No. <laughs> You're grabby enough as it is. He chose to give them fire. Yeah, That's cool too. This is, it is, it's cool. It's cool because it's hot. Yeah. (laughs) This eased their life considerably and Prometheus decided to teach them techniques for surviving a harsh world. He's like, here's some fire. Oh, you want to know some shit? Yeah. He instructed them on how to make weapons to defend themselves from the brash, wild creatures his brother had populated the earth with. He gave them arts and other ways to be creative as well. Allowing man's ingenuity to propel him forward. Again, this is the exact story of the Watchers.
1: Mm-hmm. It's the yep. exact
0: story. Yep. Except for the fact that Prometheus was also their dad. He also made him. Yeah. So, so his connection's even deeper. The Watchers weren't allowed to go help. No, they're just... But like they did. To... Yeah, because, you know... When we mentioned them before, they're called the Watchers. What are they supposed to do? Just watch. Watch. You one job. Yeah, just watch. Don't... Azazel, I don't, why are you teaching her how to pretty her, her eyes up? Yeah. Why are you giving her makeup? He's like... <laughs> <laughs> you Zeus want. knows. <laughs> yeah, Zeus knows. Yeah, what's up, man? Zeus the, Zeus and uh, Azazel would fist bump. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> <laughs> now, these men were created to worship the gods, and Zeus being the attention whore that he was, he was also kind of a whore in uh, many other ways, he demanded sacrifices from them. Being 100% on Team Human and Prometheus being the trickster that he is, he decided to punk out Zeus. He had the humans make two sacrifices for which Zeus would pick from. Again, everybody's just playing fucking games here. Like, why you. It's fine. They got nothing else to do. They had no Instagram. Right. They had no internet. They're more productive. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. Sure, <laughs> you know. Alright, so one sacrifice. A delicious cut of beef hidden inside an ox stomach. What? This was something good hidden in something bad. And the other, a pile of bones hidden in tasty, glistening fat. Something bad hidden in something good. Huh. Again, Ancient sensibilities are at play here. Right. Not really appealed by either of these choices, but I'm not an ancient god. Zeus, all about style over substance, chose the pile of bones, and when he realized his error, he was pissed. Uh-huh. <sighs> More hypothetical quotes. Zeus may have said, Ha ha, real funny guys. You know what else is funny? Not having fire. Who's laughing now, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> and with that... Uh-oh. Zeus stripped them of the gift Prometheus had given them to survive. Uh oh. Yeah. Oh shit. Again, Prometheus. Prome- Prometheus. 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 Pro. Primothias.
1: I mean, the only reason we know how to say that one is because it's in movies. Right. Prometheus. Otherwise, be saying. I already forgot. the right. <laughs> <Right. laughs> Prometheus.
0: Right. Promathie. Prometheus. Right. I had to teach myself how to well, just get it in my head how to say Epimetheus.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it's no more complicated than Prometheus. No. Like it's just as complicated. Right. It's just I didn't know how to say this one. Mhm. Or maybe he's called Prometheus because he's good at cutting promos. Prometheus is what maybe why it's not connected. No. Although any wrestler who decides to name himself Prometheus and names his finisher the gift of fire, I would be all on board for. Oh. God. <laughs> Yeah, I'd support oh, that. The gift of fire! Oh, he busts out the gift of fire! Oh. The GOF! The GOF! <laughs> out of nowhere! Yeah. yeah I, I can get behind that. Right? I, yeah. He'd be like, Stan Prometheus Stevenson, the gift of fire. Prometheus, the fire <laughs> giver. Oh, jeez. Uh-huh. Again, Prometheus loved humanity above our else. Probably because... All gods are awful. It'd be pretty easy to. I mean, not not only did he make them, he's like, well, everybody over here is just like being shitty, sticking their dicks in turtles. Mm, yeah. Get over it. Uh huh. Do something else. Leave oh, now that you, poor turtle. Alone. Yeah. Oh, now you're fucking you're fucking a rabbit. Fuck like a rabbit. Fuck like Zeus. It doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. Stop. So Prometheus, uh, he wagged his finger and said, "Oh no, you didn't. Stole fire." So he wagged his finger and said, "Oh no, you didn't!" Stole back fire from the forge of the god of fire himself, Hephaestus, Ooh. and returned it to his people. So Prometheus ransacked one of his volcano forges, stole the fire, and was like, "Boom! Got fire now again, bitches!" He had the gift of fire. He didn't gift of fire back to those Rudy poo <laughs> candy asses. <laughs> Uh Uh-huh. His Prometheus pie. It doesn't work. No. It's not like poontank pie. No. Prometheus 316 said, I just gave you fire and whipped your ass. I mean. Yeah, it's better. uh, I was looking for like a, maybe Hesiod's poem is broken down into verses so I could pick out like one. It's like Prometheus 892 said, I just (laughs) gave you fire. Uh Uh-huh. Oh my God. I was trying to think of other finishers he could think of. Nah, we'll get to it. He'd do
1: like a yeah. a chokehold called, like, get in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the Ark. <laughs>
0: yeah. He's getting in the chest. No, no. Oh, my God. He's, he's like, beating a man senseless, senseless, and someone's like, he's saving him from the flood. <laughs> Salvation. Uh, yeah. He's treating him like his son. <laughs> well, Zeus is not one to be defied. Especially since Prometheus was one of the few titans he had spared from prison. It is said that in the lost epic, the Titanomachy, man, it's such a great name. It really is. I want to say it forever. That Prometheus had done some crucial act ensuring Zeus's victory. Like a lot of things say, you know, maybe these hypothetical stories is why Zeus and Prometheus were like so close and, you know, why he didn't throw him in jail. Because he's like, Prometheus betrayed his own kind. It was like, yes, let's do this, Zeus. Mm-hmm. He's like, fuck, I just helped this madman gain power. What did I fucking do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, d- Did I tell you? Because it's a family tradition. Um, Cronus defeated Uranus, his dad. Mm-hmm. Do you know what he did to him when he defeated him? No. He, he cut off his testicles. And his sperm fell on the earth and it made a bunch of things. Why is that such a thing? It's just, I mean, <laughs> it's obsessed. This is, this is like watching the Rated X stories. You know what I mean? This is what it is. This yeah. is like this is their drama, huh. like TNT knows drama.
1: It's like a great like, gods know it's like, like a skin flicks back yeah, in the day,
0: right? But it was everything. It was like their religion. Imagine if like your religion was also your skin flicks. Well, that sounds problematic. Okay. I just think about it in like 500 years when people like the cult of Iron Man or the cult of Captain America. like, they, And then, like, looking back in all the stories, the, all the lore is different because they're different writers and there's different things. Yeah. Like, they're like, we don't know. They're like, save us, Tony Stark. Oh my, and then, like, he's already, in media, he's already killed himself to save humanity. Oh, my God. Tony Stark is future Jesus. Oh, my <laughs> God. No, no human, stop. We're on a bad path. <laughs> We're on a bad path.
1: Huh.
0: Right? Could be. And imagine people who prefer Captain America. There'd be literal civil wars. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. Why are we doing this to Captain ourselves? Captain
1: America the, 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You'll find it. No, I won't. Oh, I He's the bad guy. We'll just dumb it down.
0: Captain America or Steve Rogers, the adversary. Yeah. Oh, my God. Why?
1: Antagonist. That's what uh, I was looking yes, for. Yes, that's better.
0: <laughs> yeah. I went straight to the devil, the <laughs> adversary. Bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> Because, like, in theory, Judaism, Christianity, and, you know, Islam, it's the same Abrahamic God. Yeah, Tony So Stark. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Will people perform church services? Well, like, instead of Easter, will someone walk down the aisle with, like, the Infinity Gauntlet? Oh, my God. Oh, I hope so. Oh, my so. God. That sounds cool. Well, in 500 years, that's the religion we're
1: going to get. Except for it's going to be painted eggs in the... Uh... Is they going to merge the two.
0: Oh, you can put eggs in it So then people are like Well the <laughs> eggs are actually They represent the infinity stones Yeah <laughs> And then people would wear them Around their necks Like oh well I was born In this infinity stone month Yeah Oh my god huh. and, then, right. and then all And then imagine all the past Like Satan an- analogies Just get merged into Thanos It's like oh my god <laughs> Everything's terrible Everything We just made it so much worse Uh huh Yep And it'll be copyrighted by Disney And they'll make lots of money Off all, our religion Cool Perfect. Welcome to the future. But let's get back to the past. All right. Yeah, so due to his, his um, role in the victory, Zeus's victory in the Titanomachy, this allowed Prometheus to be treated better than the majority of his generation. You can imagine someone, this someone, of course, being Prometheus, betraying his family because they were mad, hoping the next generation would rule in a more reasonable manner, only to get the wrathful Zeus instead. Like we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. It's almost like I already had this idea in my head. Whoops. This reminds me of a presidential election. Voting for hell. Campaigning for someone new because you think they will be different and live up to their campaign promises. Only to watch as they are corrupted with power and achieve even greater heights of debauchery. Prometheus could not have been pleased with Zeus. But that's okay. Because now Zeus was not pleased with Prometheus. Uh Uh-oh. Feeling his previous act of mercy had bit him in the ass, Zeus uh, chose to right this wrong. Zeus chose to right this wrong. He rewarded Prometheus by chaining him to the mountains of Cacascis. ...and commissioned the master engineer and metal worker... ...and yes, the god of fire, Hephaestus... ...to build a robotic eagle out of bronze... ...who he would program to feast on Prometheus's liver... ...till the end of time. hmm Another one of Hephaestus's robots. Mm-hmm. It's eating livers. It's eating livers. And, speaking of livers, in way back eras... ...the liver was thought to be the source of one's emotions... Making this violence especially heinous.
1: Let me let me uh, feed my emotions right now. Hold on.
0: Yeah, just pound that emotion, dude. Pound that emotion fuel. Yeah, it's gonna hit me right in the emotions. I don't like alcohol being called emotion fuel. <laughs> <laughs> I came across a thread on Reddit hmm, that was that's talking. Dangerous. Uh, yeah, well, cause I I needed more things to read, and a lot of other things are just boring, and I, I finally got into it. Hmm. Well, people reminiscing about Four Locos. And 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 not and but it was a bunch of people. I've been
1: seeing a lot of memes about four locos. Isn't that lately. wild? Yeah, it's kind of weird that we were talking about that a few weeks ago. Well,
0: because it's it was we. I mean, we. Um, you can almost say we came to age during that era. Because yep. people nowadays, it's gone, it's done. You never get that. You'll never get that hit what you had before. No, same. you can still
1: get four locos, but yes. they are not uh not what they were.
0: No, the caffeine's been taken out, but. It's a whole thread of people saying anybody who drinks a four loco and passes out is a bitch and can't handle their liquor. I'm like, you clearly have never drank a four loco. Yeah. You have never drank a four loco.
1: Popped a Benadryl once, then pounded
0: a four loco. Oh my god!
1: Why? Pre gaming. No,
0: <laughs> I would do. I would. I, I don't would, know. I would pound two four locos, and then drink all this beer afterwards, and I wouldn't remember doing it. Yeah, I mean, that's basically the same thing. But people saying, people saying that like you never. That you can't. That you like. If you drink two, two, four logos or juices and blacked out, couldn't hold your liquor. They don't understand what those things were. No. They don't get it. They're bad. Oh yeah. I'm. I'm a fan of you know, kind of take care of yourself, and if it's bad for you, don't do it. But like right. them, them regulating, is. I mean, it's probably for the best. I do that option should <clears throat> probably maybe still be out there for people to like. Maybe you can like appeal to the state and like get like well. I got my one, my one energy alcohol drink voucher. I can have one of these.
1: No, I'm okay with those being gone.
0: <laughs> it's safer.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's bad. After a few times of do- having those, it just kind of you know you're like, meh, that phase is over for me.
0: Yeah, it's good to be left in the past. hmm But these younger kids are not realizing what what happened, they don't get it. They'll never get to experience the for four loco maki. They'll never... it <laughs> that it's war. lost to time. That war was lost to time. They'll never experience it again. The state has rendered it impossible. Damn it. I know. Right? But like you said, maybe they should never...
1: I mean, I'm okay with it being
0: out of my life. Yeah. But, you know, it could still be there. Right? It's yeah. That's kind of how it, like... You experience it once, like, whoa, that was <laughs> that bad. Yeah. All right. Not again. Okay. Well, every day Prometheus's liver would grow back and he would suffer through the torture again for he was a god, a titan even, and his birthright was immortality. This would go on until some guy named Hercules or Heracles arrived in the scene freeing him, but we're not talking about that. But Hercules, you know, he, he freed our dude, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about deities that make stuff and Hephaestus's services were still requested by Zeus for with Prometheus dealt with. There was one last party to punish. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's time. It's God wrath time. Oh, Zeus told Hephaestus to sculpt him something new, something beautiful, something that would punish man for all his days. I think I know where this is going. Man, what did Hephaestus create? Yeah, all right. Well, <laughs> Hephaestus created woman. That's what I thought. <laughs> According to this okay. legend, yeah. So that's, I mean, yep. Yeah, you see you see who made up this? You see what kind of fan fiction was involved in this story? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking girls fucking me up all the time. Hesse, I, I was like, I hate women. Mm-hmm. According to this legend, humanity was a single-gendered race up until this point. I guess if we ignore all the previous ages where, like, women existed. Yeah. I mean, this, I mean, let it go. I mean, you know what I mean? Again, there's no unifying yeah. theme, really. Mm-hmm. Just kind of broad strokes. And with the help of Prometheus... Oh, hold on. Yeah, according to this legend, humanity was a single-gendered race up until this point. And with the help of Prometheus... Suffering, yeah, Prometheus, okay, there we go, I had to remember how I wrote this sentence. But yeah, up until this point, with the help of Prometheus, suffering had been kept to a minimum. But now he was out of the picture, and man was on his own. Other gods helped in woman's origin as well. Wikipedia says that Athena taught her needlework and weaving. Aphrodite shed grace upon her head in cruel longing and cares that weary the limbs. Hermes gave her a shameful mind and deceitful nature. Good job, Hermes. Wow, Hermes. Jesus okay. Christ. Hermes also gave her the power of speech, putting in her lies and crafty words. I mean, we're going, we're going anti, hard anti-woman here. Yeah. Athena then clothed her. Next, Persuasion and the Charities adorn her with necklaces and other finery. The Hore. Spelled H O R A E. I don't think like not like horror A, like hooray. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Go with it. Adorn her with a garland crown. Finally, Hermes. Back at it. Gives this woman a name. When I was putting this together, I didn't realize how hard Hermes was driving in that knife. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. What? Did, who wronged him? Yes. Yeah. Was, yeah let's just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because like at this point, if we imagine a world where there's just men. The only women are female gods. Yeah. So they're like, this must be what a woman is. Yeah, Hermes is like, I hate you, Athena. This is what the girl's getting. Yeah, fuck you. Why why won't my sisters let me have sex with them? (laughs) Jesus Christ, guys. Yeah. Well, the name means all gifted. Her name was Pandora. Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. Mm -hmm. She was given a jar. People say it's a box, but I guess it was a jar. Containing, quote, burdensome toil and sickness that brings death to men diseases and a myriad other pains zeus presented her to epimetheus who again didn't really worry about consequences
1: They're like sure whatever <laughs> okay
0: cool put she, it out there oh cool he was all party all the time pure looks, looks great pure impulse he's like oh she's pretty hot okay being quick to make decisions can be an attractive quality Makes you seem confident, you know, Uh sure of yourself. Because, you know, being sure of yourself all the time, you have no fear. Only confidence. But this can get you into a lot of trouble. From his mountain prison, Prometheus tried to warn Epimetheus not to trust a gift from Zeus. But she was too hot for Epimetheus to turn away. She was a time bomb. A sleeper agent who could not resist her nature. For Hephaestus had designed her to be this way. And Hermes, clearly. Yeah, it's like yeah, make a real nasty, real <laughs> nasty woman. Yeah, okay. Before Pandora, man was an immortal being who lived to please the gods. But afterwards, after her pre-programmed algorithm kicked in and her curiosity forced her to open the box jar from which all evils would be attributed, man was no longer immortal, and with woman, the cycle of life and death could become a thing. Now, if this sounds like the story of the Abrahamic religion's Eve, you'd be correct. It's pretty close. It's pretty much the same exact fucking thing. Mm -hmm. Ancient man really felt that women were this dangerous and that before their actions, man was a delicate flower. I mean, right? We were perfect and you came along. You ruined me. Yeah. We were just off killing everybody. And you came along and was like, oh. Oh, I'm going to touch you now oh and now because i want to touch you i'll just let you manipulate me oh i'm not my own man (laughs) i'm a little baby bitch (laughs) i mean right like that's like what a passive aggressive but like very active like hate story right now pandora's story has also been said to be twisted all right hear this especially when taking into account the different ages of man But as Greek society became more patriarchal, perhaps originally, Pandora was a force for good. And then her jar possessed positive things. I mean, this story makes her pretty terrible. Mm -hmm. The storyteller's bias clearly on display. Hey, you want to know some thoughts from Hesiod? Yeah. The man behind this fan fiction? Quote, from her is the race of women and female kind. Of her is the deadly race and tribe of women who live amongst mortal men to their great trouble. No helpmates in hateful poverty, but only in wealth. So basically huh. he's saying women hate poor people, they don't like rich guys. People <sighs> people bitch about that today. Yeah. It's the same fucking story. What's what's this writer's name? Hesiod.
1: Yeah, he's just living in his parents' basement. Real mad. Really chipping this into a tablet. Real mad. Aggressively.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> Women, she doesn't want to go out with me. Yeah. I'm writing all my cool stories. Fine, I'll write her to my story. I'll say it's based off her. Yeah. Freaking Pandora. Yeah, Pandora, you jerk. But Hesiod concedes that occasionally a man finds a good wife, but still, quote, evil contends with good. So even if you follow a girl you like, he's like, well, evil and good can get along. Mm -hmm. She's still evil, though. My God. Hesiod. Hashtag not all men. That's fucking asshole right here. But extrapolating on this incredibly misogynistic story, women was yet the latest technological advancement in Hephaestus's endless mission to make better stuff.
1: Right? Are, Are women robots?
0: Well. Is that what you're getting at? Well, I mean, we can go there if you want. And as we do oh, that... I, I kind of want to now. All right. I mean, they might, be my, they might be my favorite robot if I had to pick a robot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll get into what kind of... Yeah, I mean, right? I mean, we can... Yeah. At this point, the master engineer, the god of metallurgy, has become a mad scientist. And Pandora is his atom bomb, a biological weapon of mass destruction designed to strip man of his alleged inherent power. The majority of his inventions are tools of war. Besides his intellectual and physically pleasing gold main assistants and his golden tripods, which are basically glorified Roombas, you know, service droids, Mm -hmm. the things he makes are serious weapons. Metallic torture birds. A bronze man capable of throwing boulders, attack dogs, fire-breathing bulls. And his work was done at the behest of the greatest power of the world, Mount Olympus, and several kings of the earth. Hephaestus was the nerd whose science secured the strength of empires. He was a crucial cog in the ancient world's mythological military-industrial complex. But Hephaestus' advancements in robotics is just the beginning. It's the tickle in the back of our minds that has been growing ever since our creation. What if I told you his works were just the start of a process in the overall evolution of life on Earth? Gods create man. Man destroys gods. And, well, our robots inherit the Earth. Huh. The Greeks gave us democracy. But what if they also gave us our earliest taste of technocracy? Hmm. If the gods created us and we replace them, when the time comes, what will we have made that will replace us? Next time I host an episode, next time I treat you to a story, we're going to find out. Next time, it's the invasion of the machines. Oh, Boom.
1: Terminator. Boom. Skynet.
0: I'll be back. Yeah, Skynet, man. It's close. Close.
1: Is that a quote from Dr. Ian Malcolm in there? I mean basically. <laughs> yeah, it's my homage to Ian Malcolm. What what does he say? It's uh God creates man, man destroys God. Yeah. God become
0: or man becomes God. But then it gets interrupted. Well yeah, he's uh God creates man. I think it's just those three lines. God creates man. Well then man destroys God, and then Ellie Sattler jumps in.
1: Yeah, she she throws in there and women inherit the earth.
0: Which is a perfect way to end an episode that talks about Pandora. Yeah. but like right what about that passive aggressive shit like calm down everybody back then
1: mm-hmm. like, right
0: <laughs> we're still living with that awful like haze of just men being fucking bitter as shit mm-hmm. like get over it be a good dude you'll find a girl yeah like you'll find somebody you don't have to be just a shit bag all the time no goddamn Hesiod
1: it's like he's like the uh see the iron age era version of the uh basement dwelling neckbeard
0: he has to be oh yeah he's absolutely yeah he's in his basement with a fedora watching my little pony (laughs) fucking idiot (laughs) he's doing his pony fan fiction shit with his greek gods yeah could be like imagine a bunch of characters being in the public domain and everybody everybody can write stories about these guys like okay well you know like there's a common like there's somewhere there's like a bible like a story bible Like well this guy Is basically this This guy's But like Then like You're just free To go tell the stories That you want Yeah And some of these Are passed down From oral traditions But then some guy Just goes in there, just goes to Fucking town Yeah And he's like Yeah I got this Here we go This is fucking fun I'm gonna tell this story And guess what Pandora's a bitch And so we're all women You're all bitches Like mm-hmm. oh my god I go whoa Alright well Yeah cause he's like An ancient time <laughs> incel Yeah Gross It's gross It's gross stuff yeah, Like, who's, like, a what do we say all the time? Man's a real monster? Yeah. Yeah. Man's such a monster. He makes up backstories for the entire existence of women. Like, yeah, they made everything terrible for me. Mm-hmm. One thing I didn't mention is that the one thing left inside the jar was hope. Because man can always still have hope. But, like, I don't... I'm, But, like, things are released, but hope is in the jar. It makes it seem the opposite. I don't know. Yeah, they're
1: like, whoa, something didn't get out, but I'm not opening that back up. Yeah,
0: no, it's closed. (laughs) I fucked up. I fucked up.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's almost like Pandora, like, she's inadvertently, like, she's not evil by nature. She just made that way. So, like, oh, it's not her fault. They're just all terrible. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, cool. But, yeah, this is is a little anecdote I'm getting to the, uh, you know, machines. Machines coming to get us. Yeah. Machines are coming. Going down a little rabbit hole. Yeah. So, like, well, you know, we'll get there. But, um, yeah, that was, this is, was an episode of Weird and Feared. Yeah. Yeah. Sure was. Hell yeah, it was. Greek gods, man. Monsters, gods, cryptids. Mayhem. If it's, if it's supernatural, yeah. Lots of mayhem. If it's supernatural, we're going to get to it. Yeah. And I mean, gods, man. And this is, like, our third like, creation story. I almost want to put together, like, a creation epics, like, in a bundle. Like, oh, you can, but, like, these are distributed for free. So it's yeah. not like here's a special bundle. It's all the episodes about creation stories. But you can just go in the back catalog and listen to them. Yeah. Like if you didn't listen to it from uh, death from from bones to above, I think that's what I called it.
1: Something like that. Yeah. They should
0: just call it like Aztec gods because that's what it is. But we go to the underworld and it's creation of man. Yep. The suns and talk about ancient Sumeria.
1: Mm-hmm. Creation
0: stories are awesome because like creativity is on full display. Yeah. Like, oh, where did you? Where did this ancient people think we came from? Okay.
1: Huh. Cool. We're Interesting. In
0: the, we're in the we're in the ground drinking dust. Cool. Fun story, guys.
1: Yeah, that one's. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but we're not for your homies. Don't forget to do that
0: again. We it as things escalate, and when the Christians get involved, it gets real serious.
1: Yeah. <laughs> real serious.
0: There, are serious people. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. No, you're right. It's a good way to end an episode about gods. Bless you. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. All right. Yeah. But if you want to email us at weird and feared podcast at gmail.com, you can. If you want to follow us on the Instagram at weird and feared, I post illustrations um, relating to said topics and you can follow us on the Facebook if you want. But if you have a story about a monster or a creature or your favorite God, I mean, if it's, if your favorite God is like the God, that's cool too. I I have, I'm going to get to him.
1: Yeah. He's got some cool stuff. It's going to be wild. Is he a warrior God? Yes mm-hmm.
0: Is there a reason why he is the god And he's a warrior god Interesting
1: mm-hmm.
0: We'll get to it But yeah this is Weird and Feared I'm uh, Nick
1: I'm Zach Yeah so stay spooky Stay spooky yeah.